0: Buy, sell, or hold your real estate. Today on Financial Fitness, I talk to a local realtor to find out.
1: We're still going to see home prices increasing. I think a lot of people are worried about that. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Financial Fitness. I'm your host, Donald Raymond. And today we're talking real estate. And I'll come right out of the gate and admit that this message and this episode, uh, or a couple of episodes, probably will not be for everybody. But I'll also say that if you've been listening to the show for a while, that there's bound to be something in there that is relatable to your financial situation that you can implement into your current habits uh, or financial fitness plan and make some progress with. So I encourage you to listen to the episode. I'm going to keep them short, stay with the 20 to 25 minute format, and while these are pre-recorded, I will cut the cut the segments up uh, so that we can focus on content that's all uh, very relatable uh, and very relevant to the subject uh, that I'm dealing with in that particular episode today. That's just going to be understanding current market conditions when it comes to real estate and some recommendations on how to navigate it if you're a buyer and if you're a seller. In the next episode or episodes, I'll dissect it even farther into very specific uh, deep dive actionable items for buyers, and then another episode that's going to be targeted just for sellers, as well as an overall analysis of kind of where we're going. So that's that's what you're going to hear over the next several episodes, and I really wanted to do this because I think, one, it's important. This information needs to be discussed. At a minimum, you need to be thinking about it, especially if you're in a situation where you're buying or selling a home. Now, you need to be aware if you own a home or if you're interested in owning a home of what these conditions can mean for you anyway. So we always want to stay well informed because we want to avoid avoid some of that possible impulsive behavior. So those of you who are listening to the show regularly, you know my position when it comes to impulsive behavior. Uh, That word urgency is like bamboo shoots under the fingernails. Uh, I just don't like it, right? I want to be intentional. Now, again, like I said in my episode that talked about distractions and urgency specifically, there is a place for that. When the house is on fire, it is an urgent moment, right? But in our normal day-to-day life, there needs to be a smaller and smaller appetite for and less and less room for urgency. So I hope that this helps. I hope that this information Uh, can be used by someone or everyone in some way to help you be better prepared for upcoming life events, whether it be the purchase of a home or just understanding the value of your home or the market conditions that we're in, that we've been in, and the market conditions that we will be in. So hopefully that captures the majority of the audience, the listening audience, and there's something in here for you guys to use. Uh, Like I said, I know that it won't be for everyone, but I also know that it will be for someone. So that's where my heart is. That's why I'm sharing the information. It's why I wanted to do the interview in the first place. And the real estate market just keeps changing. So enjoy the interview. I'll see you on the next one. Welcome back to Financial Fitness. Uh, I have a very special guest today, uh, Amy Patterson of the Amy Patterson team. She's a local realtor here with Southern Real Estate Connections, uh, someone that I've known now for, uh, man, I, I'm trying to remember how many years, uh, maybe four or more, five years, maybe even more than that now. Yeah, we've done a little bit of business together. Um, and uh, and so today, you know, she is going to help us understand the current real estate market, hopefully a little bit better. Um, so, so Amy, uh, what do you what do you want to say? Just kind of as we get started, um, you know, we're not we're not too far into the talk yet, obviously. But as people are looking at this market, as people are trying to make decisions, as people are maybe getting a little anxious about what's going to happen next or what should I do, is can you summarize kind of? what you would recommend to somebody who steps in your office or, or can you maybe even describe what your current client sort of looks like today?
1: Well, I, for sellers, I'm actually, this year have, and even last year have had a lot of relocation. They're like relocating out of the area. Uh, and then I did have some, that's a little bit easier situation because they have to sell.
0: So these are relocations
1: out of by employer. By they're, they're having to move. Exactly. And, um, so in some ways that's a little easier sure. because you're not having to finagle getting them into something here. A lot of times they've already gotten something, you know, in their, their, in fact, right now I've got a client that has already bought their home and we're about to go into contract again on, on their, the home we've got listed right now. Um, I know the sellers right now are concerned about pricing, and we were talking a little bit about that before sure. we came on here. And I'm and, and wondering about this you know, is the market going to crash? And we had, uh, I know we know that the markets are cyclical, and typically, a, a typical real estate market corrects itself every seven to 10 years.
0: And so we have that, that long. Yeah. Okay. So
1: we actually, but we're past due because. 2008 was that big crash, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. How that's not what's happening today. To alleviate people's fears in that way, Um, but we were expecting another correction, and then all of a sudden, things just
0: started took off.
1: Took off.
0: That's what right, I was hearing. Correction, I thought this year yes, was going to be that.
1: And, and I um, heard
0: 10%. It's a number, right? I heard a 10% correction. Yeah, like, yeah. or um, even just a stall, right?
1: Yes, and it's actually been going um, up and up and up. It's been going up, yeah. yeah. And, and part of that is due to the fact that our inventory is so low. And I think part of the reason our inventory has been so low is be, when that happens— People say, okay, I want to sell. I'm ready to sell, but where am I going to go? And that's where the new home builders, a lot of my people that have stayed in town or in the area mm-hmm. are going to new construction. Gotcha. Uh, and that is working you know, really well. What do you
0: think is driving that over renos? Is it because people don't want to leave their homes? They're, they're nervous about leaving their homes?
1: Personally, I feel like we're coming out of the real height mm-hmm. of uh, this price increase we're still going to see home prices increasing i think a lot of people are worried about that but i am starting to see homes selling for less than list price where i was not seeing
0: so this is now a flip we go back a few months but
1: not everything okay but i've been seeing i've still seen those and a lot of mine are selling above
0: list price okay
1: in fact i don't think any of mine this year have not sold
0: above list price. So still plenty of healthy demand. Oh, out there. definitely.
1: There's still a lot of demand. However, I think buyers have, because of the increase in interest rates, were 3% higher than last year. That's right. And so that um, that put the brakes on. Mm-hmm. And that put the brakes on what buyers could afford.
0: And not only that, we've gone into an inflationary period where well, gas yes. is more expensive, Every groceries are more, more expensive, expensive, clothing is more expensive. And
1: we're expecting another rate hike at the end of this month.
0: Yep. Although, And that's been a trend now. For the last three yeah. months,
1: although July 11th last week there was a, a half a point drop, drop, and, but four days later it came back up. That's right. So you know, so you're
0: watching the market really closely from that yeah, from that perspective. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: So, um, so people are trying to lock in their rates,
0: definitely, you know, to
1: buy, but that the seller has to be aware of that. <laughs> that they have to be aware of interest rates because they need a gut reality check that what was happening. Just four months ago, where you were still having um, a bazillion offers on every home, that's not happening right now. I had one of my recent listings. We had over twenty people come in and on open house, which on the July Fourth holiday. Yeah, I got five offers. Wow! But you know, I didn't expect that many people to be out. But we still got five offers. But they were down closer. To, to asking The asking price sure. They were not as, We did not have as many That we got above We did get above asking But I, Before I mean I was getting Last year I had sold a house here On Happy Valley Yeah Listed at 45 We got 525 for it Wow And they guaranteed The $40,000 price difference If it didn't appraise And it appraised but,
0: so even appraisals are coming back.
1: Yeah. Given current and what's, market
0: analysis, and what's, yeah. they're up as well.
1: And what's difficult for us as agents is, and even with appraisers, the appraisers know the market is still improving. So I want the sellers to realize, you know, like I have somebody, why well, I do not want to buy now? Because I'm buying at the height of the market. Well, if you buy at the height of the market, you're selling your home at the height of the market. You just... That's right. You're never going to time that. I mean, it's a fluke. Unless
0: you, you can own four or five and yeah, just pick and choose, exactly. right? exactly.
1: <laughs> and that's just not realistic. You're right. still at the height of the market, you're going to
0: buy at the, of the market. That's right. That's right. So,
1: unless so you're, for
0: unless somebody you're thinking.
1: Upper, and there's not many of those out there. I'm
0: just or thinking. if they're going to drastically downsize. Exactly. So, somebody well, in a scenario where empty nesters want to half their home and get rid of all their stuff, you're still going to buy at the height of the market, but you're going to buy something that's less expensive. And that needs work. And okay, An update, that probably. may also need work, yep. and so
1: do you. know, that's that's the thing. We're yep. not, you know, there's not. I have people, I know you've invested in the past, and I've had some investors, and there's like they're wanting a deal, they're just not out there, mm-hmm. you know. And um,
0: now, on the flip side of that, if you're thinking more long term, those yes. quick hits, you know, so that that's probably at least five years stale now, maybe even more, where you know, somebody could come into the market, find that dirt cheap. Uh, you know, sweat equity property yes. that they could flip for a huge return on their investment. Yeah. Right. And we see shows like that on HGTV. Yeah. It's not today's reality. It's right. Fine. However, somebody that wants to still invest probably can still invest wisely. Yes. But it's not going to be a 45 day. A uh, quick turn, yeah. paint it, and put it back on the market for fifty grand over what you do bought not, it for. It's yeah. just not going to happen.
1: Well, in the buyers, I, I call this the HGTV effect. Right, right, right. Uh, they are wanting move-in ready, pristine. They do not like okay. you know, stuff that's not updated. Yep. And uh, because
0: it's what they're seeing, yeah. right? They're they're consuming that on HGTV. Uh, and, and right? It
1: happens an hour, thirty minutes, or an hour, and it's like you know. Oh my goodness, why didn't they get this done? Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: and they're seeing all this high design, high fashion, oh, right? Yes. Everything's top of the line. Yes. Now they see the other side too, because yeah. you've got the, the fix or flop uh, yes. show that's out there. So sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, right? Yes. And so we yeah, there's definitely a healthy amount of uh, persuasion out there. Definitely. So yeah. it
1: definitely I mean
0: I do see that with a lot of my buyers. They want
1: they're kind of they're picky. So what would you say for buyers for my listings, this,
0: even. Yeah. Yeah. Really So what would you say? So I'm coming in, I'm coming to you and I'm saying, you know, Amy, my house has doubled in value. I feel like I just need to take the win. Yes. I just need to sell the house. I need to get all the equity out. Right. So sell it. But then what? I mean, is that is that something I should be considering in today's market? Because I just heard you say it's peak to peak. Right. If I sell at peak, I'm buying at peak. And if I'm trying to go apples to apples, same number of rooms and, you know, amenities. I'm going to pay the same or more, aren't I? For that yeah. same house but somewhere can, else.
1: And the, the beauty, it depends on how much equity you have in your home, too. Well,
0: like well let's say I state. owned it, you know. Let's yeah. say I had 100% equity in it.
1: Well, then that's I mean, it's I could, a great time to, if you are wanting to upgrade, say, to something newer. Okay. Something in a different location that may be more appealing to you. Now, your location is awesome, but,
0: um, but, but in but, general. But if I'm just thinking, I just want to extract the value. Yes. That's probably not a reality for me, right? Because, well, you're going to get the value, but you're going to put it, it right to, back into something else. You, to, you
1: need to put it back into something else, yep. definitely.
0: So this isn't a I'm I'm going to go sell my home, get a whole bunch of equity, throw it into the stock market, and then go buy another house dirt cheap down the road, right? I right. mean, that's just not my reality right now. No, because I'll tell you, it's I've got dirt cheap. <laughs> I've got a lot of customers, not customers, but clients um, in my um, yes conversations, I come across lots of people that are thinking that, you know, so, so as a financial coach, most of my clients have a financial need they're trying to improve their financial health and their financial wellness. And that's the title, you know, the, the title of this show is financial fitness, right? That's what we're trying to do is improve people's overall financial wellness. Um, and so they're coming to me saying, you know my home finally has equity
1: yes
0: and you know I, I wasn't paying it down that fast but now in this market it finally has equity and so they're they're anxious they're impulsive they think they need to you know strike while the iron's hot yeah. and i'm i i caution them i, I do yes. right so from yes. my perspective i say you know we that could be right that could be a potential outcome uh but we want to be careful and we want to make we want to make sure we go in eyes wide open we want to make sure that we understand all the market conditions and that we maybe even have a home identified that we could purchase at the right price in order to make that work. Because my concern is you think you're going to get all this equity out and you do, right? The the house is going to sell for what it's going to sell for. but. You just said, and, and many what we know. And not, not five offers now. Exactly. And what and we. On the price and price. what we know too is that you've got to go now buy another house, right? And so. Because
1: <laughs> rental rates are out the roof.
0: So just because I'm selling high doesn't mean I'm going to buy low.
1: And you, I mean, if you do find something low, the problem with the lower oh. priced homes is we are in a huge seller's market still with those.
0: Okay. Yep. Yes. So that's good information. I, still I, a seller's I, market. Yeah.
1: I sold a 1970s home. As is, it was in an state, and I had multiple offers on that one, but Okay. We're asking
0: price. 1970s home, really? Yeah, it okay. has never
1: been remodeled. Yeah. But overall, it was in pretty good condition. Um,
0: the, the good bones, right? Had good bones. Yeah.
1: Um, but, you know, it needs a total
0: remake. Right.
1: And To be and competitive in today's market. A first-time homebuyer is getting
0: it. There you, you know, go. It
1: worked out Great. that way for them, and I'm... You know, we were happy that
0: they got. So that's another category, that. these first-time homebuyers, oh right? So, I mean, when I was a first-time home buyer back in early, early 2000s, um, I could buy a reasonable, what I felt like was a reasonable home. Now, it still felt like a lot of money. Yeah. The biggest purchase I'd ever exactly. made, right? But it was a $100,000 home, and it was thirteen, fourteen hundred 1,400 square feet, three-bedroom, two-bath, you know, fully detached. Mm-hmm. I had a half-acre lawn uh, or yard, a uh, little bit of a slope, but not too bad, you know. Uh, in a, in a, and it was a new build. It was in a new development that was being built. It, do those even exist in today's market? Not at that rate. And that's,
1: you know, that's been what's so difficult for some of my first-time home buyers. Um, sure. They, the I mean, a cheap house is two hundred to $250,000. Two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. I never dreamed in my lifetime I would say a quarter million
0: dollars was an entry home. level home.
1: Yeah. And, just, and
0: you might not even be getting fully detached. That might be a town home. Yeah,
1: yeah. We are I mean, there are like the one that was nineteen seventy as I sold. Uh, right. We were
0: Okay, so yeah, we're back bad. to the, the house needing work. A of work. Absolutely. So if you're willing to put the time in. Yeah. So that could be an area where if somebody's looking for an opportunity still that sweat equity demographic that market if you're willing to take on the projects you're qualified to take on the projects or you're going to live there for a while and you're willing to put the money into the home over time as you can that could still be those homes will
1: increase in fact
0: because five or ten years from now you just said it's going to go up right so i can put that money in and because i'm still going to see the value of this home go up yeah so we're still going to see values of homes go up
1: yeah probably i mean if you look at, there's different. I had a chart that had a whole host of like Realtor.com, and all those
0: people okay, saying yep.
1: they're all over the place. But that, on average, is around four percent. We're expecting homes to increase,
0: continue to go up
1: every per year for at least the next five years. Um, historically, they were two to three percent would be a, okay. what used to be what I call normal. So, so we're still seeing still accelerated a, growth. A good
0: so long-term investing is still a real thing for for yeah. anybody out there as your primary home or as an investment property. Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially, I think investment if you're if looking to flip and improving the property in some way, um, that's always going to uh, add a, a lot of value and
0: increase sure. the value. But you've got to find those properties that need the work and that are still for sale. Yeah,
1: I was going to tell you about housing home price changes no recession fears are huge absolutely people and I'll let you see this chart but this is the last six recessions and in four of the last six recessions home prices increased increased and
0: then three of those, uh, so two I'm, of them, yeah, we're looking at six percent.
1: This, yeah, look, three of them increased over six yeah, percent. Look at that. So people, and then not,
0: 2008 is the anomaly, well, and that like the that anomaly. just doesn't happen.
1: And, and let me, can I explain a little bit Absolutely. why that's different? Uh, in 2008, what the big problem was there is. Lending got out of hand. You didn't even have to prove you had a job. You could just fill out an application. They didn't ask for verification of employment. It's
0: all electronic. It's easy. Yeah, well,
1: it's still electronic, but there was no verifications of income, of jobs, uh, credit scores. It was a mess. Mm -hmm. And so they were lending, and part of that was the federal government said you had to uh, lend to people with wow. very low restrictions and, you know, not analyzing it. And that's just dumb. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm sorry. That is Hopefully
0: dumb. we've learned from that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I mean,
0: we first, know that lending changed, yeah, right? Lending practices certainly changed.
1: So as our, and a lot of people were buying at 100% and 110% value. They could borrow more than what the house, more than was, than what worth. The house was worth. Yeah. And so what you had was people coming in who may not have even had a job then they stayed in this home for a while, and um,
0: and maybe okay. they're making payments on it, maybe they're not yeah. in some cases and, down and in Florida. They, they might have
1: been making payments for a while, yeah, and then they all of a sudden they've lost their job, <laughs> right? And they have no equity in the home, right? In fact, they so they had no vested interest in that home, so they could just walk away. Mm-hmm. And it, yes, it hurt, it, it hurt their credit, uh, but.
0: But the they fact did. that we weren't checking anyway, yeah. who okay. cares? It
1: just did. They well, at that point, yeah, it did hurt them for buying later. Later, but it. But then we had massive people, groups of people just walking away from their homes. Right, I've seen that in my neighborhood that I live in now. But it, it happened in all
0: neighborhoods. You just had all. I this know Florida hit, hit the headlines a lot during yes. that time because they had people not walking away from the properties, but just stopped paying on them. Well, and it took yeah. over a year exactly. for the banks to catch up with the fact that these payments weren't being made. Uh, yeah. Then they started trying to foreclose on the properties, which took another year. So exactly. people were living for two years rent-free. Rent free. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I saw that in my neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, and so that, then, that hurts. Then, that hurts the market.
1: And then, when those things you are know, once that hit, everything just could you know, crash as we saw, nineteen point seven percent price drop. Yeah. I remember. We call that recovery Oh mode. my goodness! I had just bought my home in two thousand seven, and I, when the next year, I had lost eighty. Actually, I had lost eighty thousand dollars value in my home. Yeah. I was like, oh
0: my. God. Was this a mistake? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought I can't believe. But then again, look at two
0: thousand nine. So in one year, we go from a a negative twenty percent. Oh no,
1: that's twenty
0: twenty. Oh, was that yeah, twenty twenty? Okay, yeah. sorry.
1: Oops. Oh, I knew.
0: So we went from uh, 2008, negative, basically negative 20%. We dropped 20% in yeah. the market. And yeah. then we have recovered up to oh. a 6% gain yes. in 2020, so, uh, which was COVID year. Huge.
1: So yeah, from, uh, really that's almost 20%. We've almost seen a 26% swing up. And I never dreamed we'd see this rapidly.
0: That kind increase. of a steep and
1: recovery. And it's gotten, it's gotten kind of crazy. It really has gotten.
0: Well, that's it for part one of this real estate series. And I I hope you took away something from this first part of the conversation uh, and stick around for part two uh, and and as well, uh, I think what'll be the final part uh, three, when we really kind of tie all the ideas together, touch on the different aspects of the market, and then look ahead to what things could potentially look like in the next five to 10 years. As always, stay focused. Stay intentional, take action, improve your financial fitness.